Hey guys, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about why I named the show Building Wealth. Um, wealth, um, I agree with Robert Kiyosaki's definition, building uh, wealth is the ability you have to continue forward and how long you can last paying all of your bills uh, without any income coming from work, just money coming from your assets, things like that. Um, and that's really what you want to build. You want to build a base in such a way that you're able to continue to exist without any, without having to have a job, without having to have any of that. Um, I was asked one time when I was, I guess I was probably 19, working in a wood shop um, from a good friend of mine. He said, why do you go to college? Um, and he wasn't asking me specifically, I don't, I don't go to college. I never did, never did go to college. But he was asking about it. Um, and I, I didn't have a good answer on why, why somebody would go to college. And he said, the reason you go to college is to have ideas you otherwise would, wouldn't have had. Um, he's one of the wealthiest people I know. He does extremely well, and he also does not have a college degree at all. But that principle that he was trying to teach me is something that is, is brought up again in all sorts of different books on building wealth and how money works. It's the principle that you constantly need to be learning so that when an opportunity is presented, you can recognize it as an opportunity. So many people have these awesome deals, these awesome situations, these amazing things that come through that they could easily turn into, into money. They could capitalize on it. They could help the other people in the situations and all parties win and they still make money. Um, those opportunities are so abundant, it's mind-blowing. But if you don't study and learn, you don't understand the different um, ways that it can work, you don't have enough background knowledge to be able to put it all together, and you're going to miss the opportunity. So when they talk a lot about you know, how the rich think, the, the mentality to build wealth, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to see an opportunity Okay, and you can train yourself how to do that. You can learn that by reading more books, by constantly trying to improve and learn more. Okay, so that's what I'm going to keep talking about in quite a few of these episodes is how to think like somebody who's going to be able to build wealth, how to grow your information, your knowledge, your, um, your troubleshooting, your problem solving, all of those different things um, to where you're going to be able to build lasting wealth. Because that's really what we want. We want to be able to continue to exist simply off the money that our money makes us. Okay, so you have you have kind of two categories on your financial statement. Um, if you've never kept a financial statement yourself, please go online and download any of them. Okay, I recommend specifically Rich Dad Poor Dad's way of looking at it. Um, in that, there's two different um, things. There's assets and there's liabilities. Right, an asset is something that gives you money every month. It just a rental, um, it's just constantly giving you money. A liability is anything that's taking money out of your pocket. So a lot of people will say, oh, my house is, a, is my biggest asset. Hey, we, we have the house, we have this big asset. But which one does it fall under? Does your house that you live in, does it cost you money every month or make you money every month? Okay, so we're wanting to really build our assets. That's what we need to build to be able to acquire that money. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you can acquire assets. There's stocks, bonds, there's all, all sorts of things that you can do and you can, you can buy that can produce income. I tend to stick to real estate. That's what I understand and I'm comfortable with. Um, you know, and when it comes to real estate, I'm diversified across different price ranges, different types, commercial, residential, um, all sorts of things that way um, across different markets. So there's different ways that you can do it. I highly, highly recommend real estate because Stock market crashed, all these other things happen. I still own the dirt. I still own the building. And since I've kept my ratios very, very clean, even in a down market, I'll still cash flow positive on my, on my investments. Um, 
But anyway, what I was wanting to, to get to, you have your assets, your liabilities, you really want to start building the assets. One of the stories that it talks about in there that really hit me hard, it really helped me start to, to develop wealth much, much quicker, was the poor say, I can't afford it. I can't start. I can't do that yet. I'm not ready. The rich say, how can I afford it? Now, I want, to under, I want you to understand specifically what I'm talking about. I'm not saying, how do I afford the Lamborghini? I'm not saying, how do I afford the Bugatti? How do I afford some other expensive thing that does nothing for me? Okay? I'm talking specifically, how do I afford this asset? How do I acquire this next asset? Something that's going to put money into my pocket, right? So how do I do that? There are so many different ways to do it. One of my personal favorite ways that I've been able to, to use a lot is owner financing. You know, a lot of people say, Zach, in this market, people aren't gonna do an owner finance. They can just sell it. That's not even true, uh, which is evidenced by the 15 properties I bought this year off owner financing specifically, okay? So if you understand the agreements, you understand the laws, you understand the math, you understand how it would all go together, and you can find other people where it's a win-win for you guys to be able to work together, to be able to help build your asset column and to still help them achieve their goal. It's a win-win for all parties and you're able to build your wealth because again, that's putting money in your pocket every month. So some people get a rental and it's only, it only cash flows $300 a month. It's, it's only 300 bucks, you know, Ugh, that sucks. But you know what, let's say you make $20 an hour, okay? So that's 15 hours a month now that you're saving. It just goes right in your pocket, just for you owning the property, maintaining it a little bit. So it's not that saying that's 15 hours of your time. You paid $20 an hour. So not to mention the tax benefits, but we'll get into that in another episode. So the more that you can acquire, even if it's small cash flows, 300, 400, 500 bucks at a time, the more of those that you stack in and the more of those that you add to where you, you build wealth, you make it to where if you didn't work another day in your life, you can exist simply off your money, making you money. That's where you want to be. That's what we're trying to teach you how to develop, okay? Is how you can build wealth, how you can add to your asset column. So we are going to talk about flips, and we're going to talk about holds, and we're going to talk about uh, quite a few different things in relation to those. But when it comes to, to asset acquisition, that is the ultimate goal that we're going for, okay? We're wanting to be able to build up that whole list. A lot of the times when I buy a house to flip it, if I got a good enough deal on it and I look at the math on it, I'm able to fix it up, keep it in cash flow at over 1% a month. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. That's what, I, that's what I aim for a lot. I find those, those quite often. Now, in fact, we just picked up a house that cost us $65,000. Um, we had to put $1,600 of repairs in um, and now it's rented out $900 a month. My payment on that is very, very minimal. I'm cash flowing at just under $600 a month off the one property that's owner financed that I only put 3% down on. So for a total of five grand, I now am making between five and $600 a month right into my pocket. So it isn't, I can't afford it, it's how can I afford it? So we want to learn more ways to be able to do it, more, more solutions, more things to be able to progress in building that asset column um, and to be able to build true lasting wealth. So that's all I want to talk about today was that premise, but we're going to, we're going to really dive into it deeper in later episodes. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of show some of the rentals I have, why I picked them. So 
that's, um, that's all I have for you guys today. But please really, really think about that. And please use that as a driving force for acquiring knowledge. Acquiring knowledge. Why do we read books? The reason we read these books is we want to be able to problem solve and to troubleshoot future situations. We're wanting to increase our own intelligence and troubleshooting to be able to do that, to develop that ability. And it's not always easy. You know, sitting there reading more books about money, more books about cash flow, more books about leadership, more books about negotiating, um, more books about social media. That's not, the goal isn't just to read the book and check that you'd read it. The goal is to be able to add in skills that are going to help you be able to troubleshoot and build wealth later. But anyway, that's all I got for you guys um, for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll talk to you again soon. Let me know if you have any questions. Thanks.